I was recently at the Second City uh, Improv in Chicago. Um, I'm on a work trip, so I'm with coworkers, and we're sitting in a group. There's like two next to me, and maybe like four or five people behind me, coworkers. And this guy's doing a song where he's like, "Raise your hand if you're from out of town," and you know most of the people have their hands up. Now raise your hand if you're from San Francisco, and it like whittles down, and it and then eventually he'll be like, "Now raise your hand if you're a half Filipino Japanese gay man," you know, blah blah blah. And he's always the joke is he's always the last one with his hand okay, up, and everyone okay. he whittles his hands down. So he does. He's going through this, and it's funny. We're all raising our hand, and um, it was, you know, like raise your hand if you like cheeseburgers. I don't know, everybody. And then it was like, raise your hand if you've ever been kicked out of a bar. And I'm like, yep. And I, and then someone behind me, a coworker, goes, Matt. And I was like, <laughs> I was just like you frozen. Fool. I, I turn around. <laughs> no one in the group has their hand up. And I am dumbfounded. I'm still dumbfounded. How is it? Like, is this me? I don't think this is a me thing. Like, literally, none of you have ever been kicked out of a bar? Like, this what? Awesome. What have you been? How old are you? That's when you find out, found out how crazy that's. Yeah, no, no, I'm not really, everybody. No. Is that really a thing? Like, people don't, like, come on. Mm. Did you try what? and cover it with, uh, I was just trying to yes and the guy. I was thought I was playing along. I thought this was crowd work. No, I was too stupefied. I was like, what? Surely. And maybe they think kicked out. Like I had no one grabbed me by like my nape and my waist and tossed me out on the curb. <laughs> but like surely everyone's like, "Hey, get out of, take that out of here!" You know, like you know, everyone's <laughs> had that. Surprisingly a of times, less right? people than you'd imagine. Surprisingly fewer God. people. Surely everyone's wow. been told to take it outside. Where else do you take it? And the coworker's like, she's like, "What? What happened?" I was like, "What do you mean? What time? Like you think this is like a <laughs> oh one thing? Like what?" <laughs> I like how you doubled down into, like, surely everyone's been kicked out of an alcohol establishment. Like, you know, for being a crazy drunk. At which time? What do you? Instead of, like, immediately when they go, Matt, you go, oh, what? You've never stood up for women's rights in a bar and got thrown out by a bigot? <laughs> right. That's what it was. That's... <laughs> Is it too late to change my answer? <laughs> yes. Well, uh, look, I think... I think Matt is entitled to this because I know that my answer is no. So I can freely say, what, how many, has Banacore, you ever been kicked out of a bar? I don't think so. Kicked out of a bar? Uh, okay, I'm, I'm defining that also as asked to leave. <laughs> Surely, Ben, come on, don't leave me I know, you, know you guys know me. Uh, and I would Probably say not ben, even me. You're a piece of shit. Come on. <laughs> exactly. That one night, uh, you're that the one lowest guy I know. <laughs> night in Columbus when Hammer was there, surely, and everyone had their shirts off. Surely we were asked to leave that night. Oh I, no, 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 for, no. We were asked to stay. That was after they closed. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we turned it into stay. a shirtless dance party. Then we were asked to stay. We were asked okay. To stay. okay. I don't get kicked out. I get kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> they see me walking by a bar. They're like, "Oh, get in here! Get in here!" Hey. <laughs> Hey, take that inside. Take that inside. (laughs) Okay, welcome members of Little Captain Travis. That's our name for you, the listening audience. And a special welcome to members of our super secret fan club, the Hoggies. For members of our super secret fan club... Select your most valuable decoder ring from the velvet case of collectible decoder rings that you get with each purchase of this podcast. Because this, <laughs> because this week we're talking about collections. 
there, there's any number of things that uh, people can collect. Grant, why don't you why don't you name some? <laughs> name a few uh, of an infinite list. <laughs> baseball cards. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. You're actually doing literal ones. I was just I was just beating on you. Yeah, you can collect yeah. anything. Any carrots. You absolutely could. <laughs> Possibly not with great longevity of success. Oh, hi, Grant. Yeah, you're very nice. Uh, uh, my name's Chandra. Uh, <laughs> I know you saw me. Uh, you know my uh, Tinder profile. Um, oh, me? Mm-hmm. Uh, I collect carrots. Um, Ooh, tell yeah. me more. We yeah. matched on Carrot Patch. <laughs> uh, anyways, hot out of the hot out of the gate. This is what we're talking about. Uh, I uh, I have a famous collection within the 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 brothers. Of I have a giant box of about fifty Nutcrackers. Um, uh, and you love yes, them all indeed. like children. Mm-hmm. Like children. <laughs> Yes, once a year Dude, around Christmas, they have to be taken out of their box, and then we have this like <laughs> triage center where all the broken arms and the bottom of the box and stuff, and it's like, who needs what ears glued back on? And mm-hmm. this is an interesting collection. This is one of those that was given to me. I was given a collection. Uh-huh. One, year, uh-huh. one year, my parents gave me a nutcracker instead of a Christmas gift, and then <laughs> every year after... So, yeah, there is like, there's a very low critical mass number for collections where it's like, maybe, Corey, if you just had one, I guess it depends on if it's weird enough, it's like a weird thing, well, then you must be into it. But either way, I don't know if it's scientific, but it's like, oh, he's got two? Well, now every gift from now the rest of life, Mm -hmm. we should get him one of those things that he now has two of. And it just builds because next year, it's, oh, he's got three of those things. He needs four. Yeah. It's either one or it's a collection. They're straight up yeah. just, <laughs> now you collect this. I mean, the same way that happened to Corey, my wife uh, collected pigs for a while when she was a kid. Uh, she didn't. Someone the gave animal? her. Yes, little like, uh, not actual pigs. Uh, Pig things, I assume. Like uh, Grant's uh, okay. terrible Tinder date that where was... she collected uh, carrots. No, this is uh, like little pig figurines. I thought Shonda her- was nice. Uh, <laughs> um, but it, it, hey, you know. Uh, anyway, um, look. Uh, so yeah, someone gave her a pig. Her parents or grandparents, one of them, I think her parents. Um, and then, then the next uh, holiday, gave her another one, and it's like, here, it's for your collection. My collection, you say? Interesting choice of words. My collection. Um, same no, way. This is. Uh... As far as I'm concerned, these are pro-parenting tips. Do you know how many gifts you're going to have to give your child? If you give them a collection like that, you're set Uh, for 20 years. Come on. Mental work taken off. Yeah, you're really giving a gift to yourself. Just like when uh, dad, our, our dad, gave a gift to all of us by getting into golf. And then we just knew, like, well, God, I don't know what to... Or some golf crap, a, a tease like or a, a book or golf yeah. balls. It's balls. Oh God, there's balls. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. the low hanging. Those is aren't fruit. cheap. Those suckers aren't mm-hmm. cheap. Yeah, I don't understand why he didn't collect them. Uh, <laughs> all right, so I definitely have. I definitely have. I've this. played with him. Let me tell you, he's doing everything he can to get rid of them. One yeah. in the woods, one in the water. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? Welcome back to golf talk. <laughs> Welcome back to Grant ma, laughing ma, like ma, King ma. Hippo from Mike Tyson's <laughs> Ma, ma, ma. I don't know what's so strange about that. It's... Ma, ma, what's ma, ma, if, ma. You, if you speed it up, it sounds like normal laughter. Yes. Yeah. 
If you punch Grant in the belly when the <laughs> axe is showing. Uh, yes, my pants will fall down and <laughs> boy, will my face be red. We were talking about you don't need much for it to be a collection. Uh, you know, you could almost get away with one if you were if you were pushing it pretty hard. Matt, you've got... I know it's decoration, but I even see some pennants in the back there of uh, uh, of your little window here. Uh, I'm not saying mm. that's what you collect, but you look like a man who has collected a thing or two. You know, that's an interesting uh, category. It's kind of like just decor. Like, I wouldn't consider me a collector of pennants, but it's like, oh, if you have one or two, you're like, oh, I'm going to look at the flea market. Maybe we get like four or five of these in a little collection. Well, there it is. There's the word. Maybe it is a collection, but I'm not like... Uh, I think what's interesting is where you have the, like, there is no collect them all. I can't get all the pennants, right? Um, right. Mm-hmm. But that's where uh, the, the one that Grant already took my uh, my topic for the week, which was baseball cards, in that um, they're, they are numbered, guys. And you know that there's, you know, 500 in the set. So, well, shit, now I got to go out and get all 500 of these. But... Uh, yeah, I am certainly a collector. Um, we probably are all collectors in different ways. But, you know, the Corey, I forgot about the Nutcrackers because when you were starting to say, um, you know, something that you collected, one thing I have a question on is I, I most of us, but probably you and then or maybe Ben and maybe I copied from you guys, putting together those, like, little model airplanes, model cars, you know, with the, the, the glue that gets you high and the little razor thing, those little plastic models. Yeah, what was it about that, that addictive like... plastic and chemical uh, solution that we <laughs> <Yeah>. just loved? <laughs> is that would you, is that like a collection or is that like a hobby because it's like the activity, there's an activity mm. involved? There's a little there. bit of collecting, collecting going in there. I think we'll find that in, uh, in some of our archetypes uh, as we go over them. Um uh, ben, do you... Oh, you want me like, to go over the seven cues of collecting? The seven cues. <laughs> I promise you there are not seven cues of collecting. Seven is a huge number. Yes. Uh, I'm going to delete something really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Notes back online. Here yes. we go. Um, uh, Grant, you're too easy uh, outside of... Uh, Every drum for a type of drum, every video game, and... Um, I did uh, technically buy every drum in that set, but I don't know if that's a collection. Buying all <laughs> of, of a thing when there's a number of things to buy. Yeah, where does where does OCD and collection, like, where, where do those overlap? Yeah, well, medically, and, like, what is exactly the, the definition, so I know precisely where to place my feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ben, is there something you got a bunch of? Uh... You're a guitarist. Well, I know you got pedals. I can see your pedals. Yeah, you can see them from here. Um, I don't have tons of that stuff. Um, I, I have collected quite a bit of musical stuff in the last four years or so since I've been trying to learn about music things. But I don't know that it's a collection. Um, over my life, I have. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, I, I bought at a one of those uh, kids' book club things, you know? the the, the You got that... Little uh, flyer, you know, you can get the joke books and mm-hmm. stuff. I got a stamp collection out of that one year. Um, mm. I never got any other stamps than what came with the book, uh, the stamp collecting book. Um, I wasn't really sure how I was supposed to get a stamp got collection, but I had heard people sticker had them. book. Yeah, it was a crummy sticker book. I collected comics for a long time, mostly mm. because I wanted to read the comics. It wasn't just like I'm trying to like you know complete a collection or something. 
Um, I did briefly get into baseball cards as a kid, but I was in, that was way over my fucking head. I knew nothing <laughs> at all about baseball or baseball cards, and I got took by my by my close friends. They were just like, Ben yes. is a fucking moron. Yes. Yeah. I have a childhood friend, we'll just call him Moose. He, <laughs> uh, for a little while, he actually um, set up a card shop in his basement and was like quite a young entrepreneur, but this is like middle school. I Now when I picture it, he's like smoking a fat cigar <laughs> going, <laughs> Ricky Henderson, rookie, oh, he's a, he's a bum. You want this Kevin Moss though. Let me yeah. tell you, the Kevin Moss is the one. <laughs> I tell you what I'll do is I'll trade you this unopened pack that does have stale gum yeah. in it for that yep. T206 yeah. Honus Wagner. See, my best friend did that to me. So I believe Don Russ had rated rookies. That was one of their, uh, like, yeah. uh, rated rookie was a kind of card. Um, and I traded, I had an opened Don Russ pack with rated rookies in it to my best friend for an unopened Tops pack. And he was like, there's probably lots of rated rookies in here. Tops did not have rated rookies. That was not even a thing. Uh, and then I got skunked. Of course, he's like, hey, you know, bad luck. But uh Yeah. No, we, we've talked about it since that uh, he was like, yeah, you you didn't know what the fuck you were talking about. So <laughs> I took your cards. <laughs> yep. So our our mom had um, so that that get she she was she is a collector, by the way. But um, I don't know how much we're going to get. Mom's going to fit into a lot of these categories. Yeah. But stop listening she, now, mom. She she got <laughs> Santa's. And then, like, mm. started collecting more, and that turned into a whole big collection. And they're pretty cool, actually. I have them now. We have them here. We put them up every Christmas, the uh, 40-some Santas or whatever that are that's everywhere. The, that's when the biggest but... state-sized pumpkin detaches from the root. <laughs> yes. By budding. That collection reproduced by budding. Actually, she just, like, got rid of the whole collection and, like, I'm going to collect something else now. Um, but uh, which she has many fucking collections. To be fair, uh, on Mom's podcast right now, she's talking about, yeah, they got me a Santa one year, and then guess what? Four <laughs> boys every year got me Santas. Oh, yeah. That was... Oh, yeah. I, suddenly, I was collecting them. I know for sure I got at least one Christmas gift of hers that was a Santa. Yep. I, I probably got her a dozen in that Our collection. extended relatives, uh, like like big, uh, creepy Down Syndrome Santa. Oh, um, right, uh-huh. right, right. They Come home would and hug him make drunk Santa. They would make and or get her Santas. So, um, yeah, once once everybody knows you have a collection, then they're just like, oh, fuck, I'll give you a whole bunch yeah. more of that crap that you like. That's kind of, it kind of goes with the hobby thing, too, of like, Corey mentioned my, you know, guitar pedals and stuff. My wife has gotten me a couple pedals, but she consulted Corey. She was like, hey, uh, what should I? He's like, wah pedal and flanger, my God, get it to him now. <laughs> um, but uh, I was all caps typing. Dude, I, I have friends that have weird stuff. Like, one of our friends, she collects hobnail milk glass. That might mean nothing at all to you, but if you see it, you'll know what it is and go, okay, that's cool, actually. Um, I don't know if I, I know what that is, and if I came across one, I could collect and get it to her. But she has she's at that, like, okay, I can only have, you know, 20 of these pieces or whatever, so I got to get rid of one to put a new one in. I don't know what one she wants or likes or really. It's just like, yeah, this is sort of it. You know, I think that's collections invite that kind of a a problem of people getting you stuff that they think is what you want. It's not what you want. It sounds like it's heavily built around bad gift buying. (laughs) Yeah. Bad gift and collection Uh, is a a pretty tight uh, Venn diagram. Yeah. I believe... 
I don't exactly know the full origin of this, but I believe for a while, uh, our uncle, we'll just call him Hammer, was being gifted these ceramic pigs on motorcycles Whoa. Uh, statues. <laughs> Whoa. And one of one of his, I think one of his siblings started getting, and then I was like, oh, well, he's into that. And then he's just, he's like, what, you know, what the hell am I going to do with, I'm not disp- if you've ever seen his decor, if there's anything that he says, I'm not displaying that in my house. Hmm. Like yeah, it's pretty t- rough. That says something about the tackiness. Of- mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay, you can collect anything from uh, ceramic uh, ceramic hogs on hogs uh, <laughs> to uh, normal things like baseball cards. It, you can you can give your collection what, what I like to call the tooth test. As long as you you aren't collecting things like human teeth, you're probably pretty <laughs> good to go. Second up, I do have an Altoids tin with all my child's baby teeth in it. This is Rachel V. Mahoney. Don't, anyone listening, I'm not a weirdo. I just don't know what to do with the baby teeth. I was going to say, Mom has a collection of teeth. And they are yeah. all of our <laughs> teeth. So. Uh, third thing on the tooth test, uh, right now I'm calling dibs on my wife's family's bag of tooth story, as it is epic. Um, mm. uh, speaking of collecting... I've thought about all the different types of collectors and all these different, uh, you know, types of collections, and there, uh, several archetypes um, came to mind, and it wasn't the seven cues, Grant. Mm-hmm. Um, the archetype. Corey's the collecting cues, one... by the way, you guys. Uh, Corey <laughs> is. Uh, so for Christmas, we can get him an eighth yeah. cue, a ninth cue. <sighs> he started getting me cues. Oh, you I love just to don't know Corey. what to do. Saw <laughs> hey, so, so one of these crazy cues. Hey, Thought of you. Different typeface. Hey. How many of these do they make? Yeah, this one's in italic. How many, how many uh, fonts are there? All right, oh. so we can all agree seven Qs are out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we can agree that we can remember the different uh, hobbyist archetypes with the one F, two Hs, and three Cs of Corey's <laughs> favorite collector archetypes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes it easy to remember the, the fancier, the hobbyist, the hoarder, the connoisseur, the car guy, and the completionist. Uh, walking through the fancier if you like a thing and keep it this is the broadest range of uh, of collectors we've all got a little bit of of this in us you know like uh, eh, a cool postcard put it on the wall Eh, maybe two or three more next to it it's not super intense Uh, the the fancier is primarily display anyone that's got a bunch of Funko Pops yeah oh you think that's fancy that is a fancier they just like a thing Hey, I just like a thing, and I'm yeah, showing you that I, I just like a thing. That. Yeah. No, okay. I, I understand the like verbiage. I'm just saying, like, I feel like some people have, like, a hundred of those hundreds things. That seems like of, more than yeah. fancy. Right. Yeah. It's more like, hey, look, I collected all these things and uh, displayed them. It's not like uh, I made all those. It's it's a different kind of, like, pride or um, interest. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's much more towards the decorative end, but it okay. is collecting uh, in my... Uh, I got like a, sh- I got like a, it's the, <laughs> the soy sauce packet of, uh, drawer of, uh, of collecting. It's like, you know. <laughs> I fancy soy sauce packets from my <laughs> Chinese takeout. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, I got a couple, couple little trinkets, couple little cool things in here. It's just like, you know, oh, it was cool. I liked it. We're like little, um, magpie humans and we like things. It doesn't okay. have to be super fancy. I, I hope you label that drawer like the fancy drawer. Yeah. It says... Oh, it's in the fancy drawer next to the soy sauce packets. Things I fancy. Yeah, it's interesting. Someone might be a big Doctor Who fan and then have, like, the Doctor Who Funko Pops, um, some little, uh, what is the, not a phone booth, the post, the TARDIS things, uh, you know, so they've got, like, and a scarf hanging somewhere or something. 
And then there's the guy who has all the Funko Pops, all the Funko Pops of all the things that they can think of, and they just have all those things. Yeah, that is like uh, just collecting sauce packets or something at that point. That 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 gets to be that probably that turns into one of Corey's other uh, categories. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to hear some of these others because I, I I'm like wondering where they bleed. One goes in like. Where did hoarders or some of these? Oh yeah, others, there's plenty yeah. of crossover. But the fancier, the the trait of the fancier is mainly this is for display. This is uh, mm-hmm. I've collected oh. some. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Not to not to like have the entire catalog of all the stuff. It's like, hey, I like so so that is the like I like Doctor Who. So I have a bunch of Doctor Who like memorabilia and stuff and crap, including the Funko Pops and stuff. And it's like on shelves and it's out. That's a fan. That's mm. the fancier to you. I got a poster or two of a thing I like. You are okay. fancying a thing, mm. you know? Okay. Uh, right. But you, but most when seen in the wild, fanciers tend to, you know, show the work, uh, uh, display it. Like, hey, look look at these things I like. Because mm. it's look at okay. what I like. And we've all got a little bit of that Okay, in cool. Okay. okay. Um, and as I remember, the one F, two H's, and three C's, the first of the two How H's is hobbyist. The hobbyist collects things for my thing. I need mm, guitar pedals. tools for my woodworking. I am collecting a bunch of these tools. I need uh, paints and airbrushes for my painting and airbrushing nonsense. I've got paints and uh, sprays and nozzles and stuff. I collect... Uh, you get a lot of people that like gear. Um, Gearheads. Yeah. Uh, people, like, collecting a lot of tools, uh, raw materials. Uh, sewing people are into this. Like, Oh, my God, are they? Yes. Yes. Uh, again, Mom, I said stop listening. Uh, quilting people <laughs> with the collection of their fat quarters and other such, uh, you know. Same with, with the milk stuff. glass lady. She has, uh, she is an amazing seamstress. Um, but, yeah, she has one billions. She has billions and billions <laughs> of uh, of Carl Sagan's. What, like tools or uh, what? No. Was it no, but, uh, Jimmy Hoffa who was head of the Seamsters Union? <laughs> I think. Yes. I think that was him. Okay, not to derail it. Sorry, but no. But uh, rest in peace, Jimmy. Hoffa gave her quite a lot of fabric, and uh, yeah, it's just like it's having all the stuff because like I don't know what I what I'm gonna make with it exactly, but uh, yeah. Okay, okay. So the hobbyist is collecting a bunch of stuff, but with the intent of using it. Right, and this uh, this also includes like. Uh, uh, my daughter claims D and D fits into this because you got to get all the extra books and some figures. You're collecting things for your thing a little bit. Uh, definitely okay. anyone, but but we got there because definitely everyone in the Warhammer kind of world where you're painting a lot of figurines, um, you start by going, "This is one of the rooms I'll dedicate to my hobby. This wow. is the making room, and that will be the storing room. You know, you need mm. two rooms for this hobby, and this is the room I will deck. You know, like you're gonna fill it full of all sorts of little." Painty magnifier glasses and stuff. There's like a certain level up where the hobbyist reaches the level of, I need a room for this. Yeah. Ded- dedicated to this specific You have thing. ever yeah. dedicated a room to a thing. You have collected enough of your hobby to need a whole room full of things. Yeah. But someone who uh, just likes angels and puts them in a cabinet somewhere, that is not at all the hobbyist. They're, they're, you're just having, that's the fancier I, I just like fancier, these things. Right? I just want to get them fancier. and put them out. It's not right. stuff for stuff. It's just stuff. Right, exactly. Um, and let's just go right into the next one. Remember, one, a, one F, two H's, three C's. I can't forget it. My God, why do you keep saying it? Well, telling you what they are, the second H is hoarder. And this one's real easy. It's curation. 
if you're collecting something, you are able to add and remove for a collection and prune it so that the presentation has some purpose. So the group itself has some purpose as opposed to just shitting in trash bags and not feeling like you can throw it away because you're mentally <laughs> unstable. Uh, but I got trash a lot bags, of hoarding in me idea. that it seems like hobbyist. Oh, look at this, look at this piece of leather. I might, I might learn leather working someday. Yes. Every one of these categories can easily uh, slide yeah, into hoarder. It's like all of them could eventually cross. They, like wherever this diagram is, they, they're all just like, like Grant said, where do I put my feet? Because I don't want to slide <laughs> yeah. into hoarder. Like uh, the, the fancier, look, I've got all this and I want to display it. But then I also have a whole bunch of stuff that I have nowhere to display. And I just have it and I have no plans to actually display it because I don't really like it anyway. And I just, I pull it, fill it in the attic and I have a storage, I have one storage unit and I just put all the, yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, it's always lying to yourself. All this shit is lying to yourself, but uh, yeah. And this is the internet on a podcast. Bleeding. We're lying, <laughs> right lying on, to them right about lying to themselves. Uh, right. If I don't lie to myself, who am I supposed to lie to, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point, good point. Yeah, uh, the hoarder's motto is can't stop, won't stop. We all kind of have a good idea of what the hoarder is. MLK. Mm-hmm. Um it's uh, you know, civil rights. <laughs> just trying to hoover them up, just hungry, hungry hippos. Every civil right that would come his way. <laughs> Grant's got a good point. The hoarder's not always bad uh, because it's also not necessarily a problem if they're hoarding th- cool things like nudie mags and uh, uh, a backyard of actively inflated bounce houses. Mm. Interesting. The city are, wants me to take them things. down, but the kids love jumping those on them. Those are both good things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you say though that like one one qualification of being or one characteristic of being the hoarder is that when someone else is near their collection, they feel uncomfortable, or is it not necessarily that far? <laughs> Here's the thing. I feel like again that that's like the first stage of meeting a collector uh, or seeing someone's collection is to like feel kind of some revulsion or like oh you do what now you're collecting like these are all the fancier kids? has. 50 Funko Pops on neatly displayed in their living room. And then you go to the next room, and in the kitchen, everything is Funko Pops. And then you go into the garage, and there's boxes and stacks of Funko Like, at some point, I think it's like hoarding is like, I don't feel comfortable next to your collection. Uh, we can all remember the one F, the two H's, and the what? The three C's. Three C's. Seven Q's. Oh, no. So easy to remember. First C is the connoisseur. The connoisseur has collected intangible knowledge and needs physical objects on which to hang it so they can talk to you about it. Hmm. Bourbon. Ah. Sports memorabilia. I like the sound of this guy. Sounds like a straight shooter. Yeah. 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 Did you guys know some interesting facts about the Holy Roman Empire? Uh Yeah, you walk Mm -hmm. in and you go, hey, so what's that? Oh, this? Oh, these two? These are radial engines. They were used in World War II. And then you get to start talking about it. This is the connoisseur. This is that type of collection. Uh, it's a collection in which uh, there is a, a, a like worn out like uh, depression from where he is. People have stood in front of a case of something that he's described a bunch of times. Yes, they they hang their uh, their insufferability on the wall in physical form. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and just and like I said, sounds like a great guy. I just yearn for you to ask that opening question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was that you were going to ask me about? Nope. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> oh, because well, it looked like you were going to ask yeah. me about the, the, the thing on the wall did, over there. Wh- did you did, did you say, uh, what is that shield hanging on the wall? 
Oh, well, let me answer that for you. <laughs> oh, this? It's actually a halberd. Um, funny thing. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Yeah, uh, that's I, what's I funny not, about I that. I did is... not ask. I literally did not ask. I'm I'll asking you. that you don't. Well, now that we're talking yeah, about it. Yeah, I mean, it. it's already... The subject's been broached. This also includes people who are, like, less of a display-based kind of um, collector. Uh, you know, if... Um, you catch someone and you're, you're or, or like, you know, this is the connoisseur could also, you know, depending on their state of mental health, uh, could also hide this collection away. And someone finds it. And it's like, <laughs> wow, you certainly have every mad magazine ever. And then like, listen, I can explain and get kind of nervous. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's, it's just the different ends of uh, the, the mental health spectrum again. Wow. We're really not so, stable in any of these. Somewhat talking about the spectrum, I guess. Um, so I have a friend, Mr. Bass Player, has 13 or 15, I can never remember. I'm pretty sure it's an odd number. Bases. And and he has shown me his collection. Most of them are put away and hidden somewhere. Um, he actively plays uh, bass in, in different bands. Um, and he has a pretty cool collection, I will say. Uh, all kinds of stuff from like the uh, headless, is it a Steinberger? Uh, God damn it. Steinway. Um, they make pianos. Stein- yes, it's a piano company. Yes, it's a piano company. He's he's wrong. He's been telling me it's something else. Um, but he has a, a, a whole range of a whole bunch of different stuff, including some interesting historical things. Recently, he lent me his copy of Getty Lee's Big Book of Bass, uh, or Big Beautiful Book of Bass, or whatever it is. Getty Lee, who is incredibly rich by being a, uh, a rock star, owns all the goddamn bass guitars on planet Earth, something like that. Like, he has a... It's a coffee table book. I've just been flipping through it. it. It's he owns all of them, but from what I can tell, they're like in storage somewhere. And if you probably went to his house, you don't see those things. But he probably really wants to tell you. He's the connoisseur for sure because he'll talk about like it, actually the uh, the intro to the book kind of hits home where it's like so I sort of have this problem where I want to mm-hmm. get into things and then I get into them and I then I get all the way into them. And I played bass for years and years and years and never, ever got into it until this one thing happened and then the disease took over and, you know, and away he goes. Um, And my friend is not of the same means as uh, a rock star, Mm. but he has 13 slash 15 and they're put away, but he's a connoisseur and will tell you all about like, well, and this year they changed and did this and blah, blah, blah. So it's just like the budget is different. But I, yeah, I get the kind of sore thing of some, it doesn't have to be all on display, but I really, really hope you ask me about why that unusual pit guard uh, <laughs> is on that specific base. Oh my God, can I tell you the story of how they changed? <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, the the connoisseur definitely has an uh, an innate ability to say, oh, "What this whole thing?" One hundred percent. Yeah. Um, or uh, failing that, you will often hear them saying, "Like, did you just ask me about my something?" And 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 you know, if they say, "Well, oh, did you ask me about my halberd, that halberd, or the the shield that's on the wall?" The connoisseur, for me, very often, I want to hear all those stories. I don't want to hear all those stories. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh, yes, please fill my time with some of that, and then we'll move on. I don't have. To, I I don't want to be you. That's the <laughs> thing that uh, a lot of connoisseurs screw up. Like, I don't want to be you. I don't want to collect uh, all the bases. I don't want to know about 
every type of bird feeder in uh, in central Illinois. Yeah, there's there's definitely a line where you just go like, wow, you sure do have a lot of uh, stained indigo samples of fabric from Japan. Yes, and you know what? They're really quite easily affordable. No, 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 no. Please don't. Uh, no, please don't no, share your disease no, with me. No, no, no. I'm not going to get into Even it. Even if I'm Thank interested. Thank you, Corey, for sending me pictures of all the braces and bits and uh, and all the hand planes that you're restoring. That's great. I also don't want to do that. I don't want to. Uh, no, I don't want to know where you got them from. Nope, that's cool. Please, yeah, th- thank you. That's great. It's cool that you do that. It's really easy to do. All you do is spend all your time doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. We had one F, two H's. Because the seven C's. I think the, seven the, sale, the, the seven C's. And the last one is collector, right? Ooh, close. But Ooh. we are on the fifth Q. Car guy, both with Qs. Mm. <laughs> uh, the car guy is the maintainer of collectors. Um, ben Ben brings up the thing that uh, I have been collecting uh, a set of uh, old-fashioned hand tools. And uh, I'll give you a little free legal advice. If you buy the shittiest ones and then spend the entirety of your time making them slightly <laughs> decent, it's almost is it's almost cheaper than buying one. <laughs> nice. Anyways, yeah, I've got a collection of like old hand tools uh, being restored, and uh, not just for the purpose of displaying them. That would make me a fancier. This is I make things with them. I you know needed a stand for something the other day, and I made a stand. You know, I'm making bits of furniture with these things. That's what the, they serve a purpose. Just like anyone trying to get in, uh, get in on their old timey car up and running. Um, this is almost, this is anyone using vintage shit. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. my video game collection falls into that because Great, it does require uh, lot of, some, <laughs> some uh, maintenance and work into it, but uh, then I also use them to play yeah, them. Yeah, they're functional okay. and you play okay. them, yeah. So the only thing that you need to qualify for this uh, category with your uh, super rad video game collection is, do you keep a specific type of TV around to be able to play some of them? Yes. There we go. <laughs> Maintain a vacuum tube TV in order mm-hmm. to I do have a CRT, just in case. But it's not just, hey, look, I have that old thing. It's like, you'll want to play it. Of course you don't. The games were terrible. But do you want to play it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, this is, this is a, a, a delightful um, category of mine because I know that I'm in it, and it also involves a lot of standing around and just talking. There's a lot of connoisseuring going on. Uh, stand, ah, yes. Like, uh, you know, oh, what are you doing? Taking the head gasket off of that thing? I can sit and watch you talk about it. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I I get in and out of that category, but I like it very much. Someone I used to work with, um, she used to collect old farm engines. Like, maybe this was an old water pump or an old uh, some strange implement. And she... There's a whole, of of course, this is one thing about all collections. There's a whole community in an underground mm-hmm. uh, worldwide. But but the, the point was that you find these things, fix them up, and then I would ask, like, well, what do you do with them then? It's like, well, you know, you go to conventions and run them. You, but you know, <laughs> I mean, you could do something with them. But the, they, there's something about, like, well, no, I'm going to, like, learn how to fix and, and use this machine. God damn it! I don't know. It appeals to me so much. I don't know how to how to maintain that CRT uh, television. Much more on the mechanical side of things, but yeah, fixing up some weird old hand tool or some strange old uh, farm machinery with like a 
an, a 10-inch wide belt that's running and uh, no, wait <laughs> looks a like second. a toddler's going to die if they get close to it. Grant, I don't know if you've ever opened up the hood on that oh, thing, but pulleys. Ben, are you trying to tell me that in the CRT there are not gears and pulleys? There's pulleys, my friend. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, believe they, you just got to replace the bellows every uh, mm-hmm. you know, 30 or 40 miles. Oil them up. Uh-huh. Every, Oil every, them up. Every 20,000 miles. <laughs> Finally maintained. All right, so from the car guy, we're on to our last C, the completionist. Last and absolutely oh. there on purpose because it must be last. The completionist. Yep. This definitely includes the gotta catch them all mentality. Um, just that need to check every box. I don't have any completionist in me. Um, I feel like Grant might have a little bit with like yeah, trying surely. to collect games. Because I'm sure you've collected some that are bad. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. The idea of collecting every Nintendo game. Pretty good. I like that idea. Right. When I was I was like the exact precise target demographic for Pokemon when that came out, right? And uh, I was very much into the cards uh, at the time. Uh, never got anything past the first uh, generation. Never played any of the games. Never watched the show. Never played the card game, but I did love those <laughs> fucking cards. I loved having them and just yes. looking at them. I think uh, there's. Something this definitely, as we said, these can bleed into each other, and there this can go OCD, mental illness level. But I don't think it has to because, to me, it it is all about the the magic of the slash and the individual numbers. So it's like, um, I've got this these Pokemon cards. Wait, this is number three of sixty. Oh shit, there's sixty of these things. I have a finite number, and now I must go get them. Um, but it doesn't, it doesn't have to be 10,000, you know, things like even there's, there's, there, I don't know if it creates the challenge or it gives you a finish line or what, but like, if you go through the McDonald's drive through and you get a happy meal toy, it's like, ah, oh, how is it? It's, it's cool. It makes a little noise. It's one of four. Go back around. We're getting <laughs> another one. Like I want, I, I need to buy them until I have all four. Yeah, it instantly turns into the parent who's like, you know, hi, welcome to McDonald's. Like, shh, 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 we already have the gray one. I need that. We already. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. Happy meal with non-gray. And you don't have toy. to give us the food if you don't want to. Yeah. 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 This is why, like, they make things to be collected specifically, and there's two general kinds, two general categories: uh, finite and infinite. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> because yes, exactly. anyone that collecting appeals to, it'll be one or the other. Some people would be like, oh, God, there's way too many. It's just, why would you even, oh, but there's a limited number? Well, that could, that's all, it's a discrete thing now. But then there's other people who will just like, no, I'll just keep going. I'll endlessly, endlessly keep going. Okay, so well, then we'll endlessly produce it. Yep. To me, that little number, that little slash number is like uh, in like a video game menu as I'm scrolling down, I'm like, oh, I have a quest. Uh, it's, yeah. it's it's just a built-in like, like you know oh here's the thing I like and a job to get more of it um, well I tell you what first things first is uh, let's get this podcast started uh, first thing uh, <laughs> the completionist let's start this episode yeah mm-hmm. the completionist is one of my faves because uh, when it comes to specific episodes of anything specifically podcasts. Uh, they're my fave because they have to stick around to the end to hear the classic bit uh, instead of bailing just after I interrupt someone's joke in the cold open. We've had a lot of fun here, but uh, you know, in all honesty, little Captain Travis, uh, if you need mental health help, get help. Pussy. Email us. 
all the crazy shit you're thinking of <laughs> uh, so we can make fun of it. Email us at freelegaladvicepodcast at gmail.com. Look, there is no way that you can collect all of our Instagram art <laughs> unless you follow us on Instagram. Uh, if you want to, a little secret is that uh, our account is Free Legal Advice Podcast. You're just giving it away? Ben, that's going to be Instagram number 230-something out of a limited number of 400. <laughs> the number, whatever the number way is. they're going to know is if they go there. Bet you can't listen to all our episodes. I bet you can. Uh, I, I challenge you. And like Grant always says, um, you know, you can follow us on Twitter, which is the infinite collection of garbage bags filled with human shit on the <laughs> internet. <laughs> uh, we are at Free Legal Pod. Yeah, and if you like the show, get us a Santa. We're cool with that. We can do, Santa. <laughs> we can do Santas. We've already got six of them. Yeah, we collect them. Classic. 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 A classic bit. Episode 144. Little Captain Travis, I know that every week you eager hogs consume our podcast as soon as you hear the trough door rattling. <laughs> you, don't, you don't read the, the episode title. You don't, read the, you don't read the episode title. You don't read the hot text that Grant slaves over mm. uh coming up with that i you shit go out right as soon as i it. upload every time it's like a fucking scratch off ticket that you're i'm mixing my metaphors up now hoggies but mm-hmm. every time it's like hoggies. a scratch off ticket what am i gonna get what am i gonna get well you're in luck you're getting another episode about romanticized professions that's right rushing to the trough like a house of cards <laughs> three <laughs> cherries low captain travis three cherries are in this case Three gold doubloons because we're talking about pirates. That's right. My daughter uh, gave away her set of costume crap and had uh, my wife take it to Goodwill, so I had to make a paper pirate hat, but we were talking about pirates. Point of order, can I... Uh, we, we have a quorum here. Can we decide whether we stop calling them uh, Little Captain Travis and start calling them hoggies from now on? <laughs> them hoggies. You filthy pigs. You shit yeah. pigs. How about this? How about, uh, they're all part of Lil' Cap and Travis, but if you pay to be in the Double Diamond, you're one of our hoggies. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You pay to be a hoggy. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. You pay to be a hog. Yeah. That, I, listen, listen. If there's a quote that sums up Corey Seifker, it is, you pay to be a hoggy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's canon, though. Uh, they're hoggies. <laughs> the, the Double Diamonds that are. All the other uh, shit stains. These shit stains are Lil' Cap and Travis, but the, the <laughs> Double Diamond hoggies are our best friends. Turn internet over.